0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, June the 1st, as we have finally made it through a horrendous month of May, as the month of April wasn't any better, and March not much better, as we continue to, to move forward, obviously lot going on right now in this country in philadelphia where i live and i'm sure a lot of people listening if you're a phillies fan potentially from here around here and have family here whatever and um obviously just a lot going on right now and and not you know this forum is not the, the spot to to really dive into that but um uh just off the top that um you know i'm profoundly sad for where we're at right now and and frustrated and angry and upset and all that stuff and um you know there, there's nothing i could do except try and um be there and, and help support people who are going through things who who have to go through things on a daily basis that that i don't even have to think about or whatever i mean there's so much obviously to these issues that are that are being discussed across the country right now and um you know obviously again uh, this is a, a baseball show. We we talk about the Phillies and we talk about what's going on with baseball and all that. But just to um, you know, just mention that that it is of course um, it's upsetting what's happening across our country right now. And and I understand it. And I, um, you know, obviously there are, there are extremes of things and all that 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 you'd like to not see and all that. But I think on on a basic level, um, people are angry and and I understand why they're angry and. Um, It's not my place to to tell them not to be angry. All I could do is try and support them and help, um, you know, be there and and not stand by and and try and do something and, um, you know, thoughts and prayers, of course, with with George Boyd's family and um, everything else going on right now. And, um, you know, we'll try and do our best here, Philly's today, to try and, you know, provide a distraction for those who want it and, um, you know, to continue to, to do what we do and provide some entertainment, hopefully. But, um, of course, you know, thoughts and prayers with the family and, um, anyone who's been touched by this and, you know, um, um, just, there's nothing else I could say right now, but I'm, I'm here and, uh, I won't be complacent and, uh, I think that we all need to to stand up and fight together and, um, yeah, that's that. So, um, again, the point of Phillies today here is to provide a a distraction and provide, um, Usually some entertainment. Unfortunately, it seems that, that we're just really spent, and today will be no different as uh, we get from one thing to another, but um, you know, we spent the last couple months, it feels like, talking about millionaires and billionaires arguing over money, and uh, you know, it seems like nothing matters. and Nothing makes progress. June 1st, today, was supposed to be the quote-unquote soft deadline for a deal to get done, and boy, are we not there. We talked last week about the proposal sent to the players of uh, the sliding scale proposal for an 82 game season with a, um, a sliding scale of, of the uh, lowest paid players taking the, the least hit and up onto the, the highest paid players taking a massive hit to their salaries for the season. Um, that was met with, with disdain by the Players Association and everyone involved. And, and I do think the owners look pretty bad for, for offering that out there. And then, um, so the MLBPA has put together their own counter proposal that uh, I don't think is going to be accepted well by the owners is, uh, look, we're running out of time here. Uh, and we'll get to this counter proposal. Jeff Pass and Ken Rosenthal, some good articles about it. We'll dive into that. Um, but um, I've been pretty consistent through this whole thing. We talked about Bob Nightingale last week. Uh, similar to that, the idea that uh, the thought of of, I know this is tumultuous right now. I know that it is you know, there's a lot of animosity on both sides with the players and the owners and all that type of stuff. But but I've long been of the belief that they'll figure it out. That in the end cooler ads will prevail, that the potential for disaster for the sport is so much bigger than the other side of things that they will find a way to work things out. And I still look I still think that we will have a baseball season, but Man, they don't make you feel optimistic about it. They really don't. The way they've handled this, the back and forth, the um, seeming proposals that are just nowhere near anything that is going to be accepted by either side. It's like, you know, it's the whole negotiating good faith thing. It's like you're not negotiating good faith because you're only presenting proposals that make you happy and and you know the other side isn't going to accept. Like, what's the point even? You know, that's, that's where it feels like we're at, that it's like, what's the point? these two, two sides seem so far apart and uh again I'm still optimistic with baseball but I'm slightly less optimistic than I was last week and I still believe they will figure it out but I'm not pounding the table the way I was last week the week before like it's really starting to get nerve-wracking like we are we're getting to a point where it's going to be hard for them to make this happen if they don't make some serious headway in the near future uh, it's it's bad. It's a bad spot, and again, as we've talked about a bunch of times, they already look horrendous in the eyes of the American public. I mean, baseball, both the players and the owners at this point. In my opinion, the owners far more, but across the board, I mean, everyone looks ridiculous right now. It's embarrassing as a baseball fan to see how this is all played out. That They've done it through the media. They've done it by trying to put the other side down. All these different things. It's just, um, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, and, and I, again, in the end, I think they'll figure it out, but... I'm more pessimistic than I was. You know, it does feel like there's a large gap here. Let's dive into what the Players Association proposed in their counterproposal uh, from Jeff Passan uh, talking about it. He said the Major League Baseball Players Association delivered a return-to-play proposal to Major League Baseball on Sunday that includes a 114-game season, deferred salaries in the event of a canceled postseason, and the option for all players to opt out of a potential 2020 season due to coronavirus concerns sources familiar with details told ESPN so um 114 game season obviously the the owners from an 82 game season they are terrified of a um missed playoffs um this is addressing that that the 114 game season the players want more more games um which is something the owners have been against um deferred salaries in the event of a canceled postseason um I think I, I get that. Look, one of the biggest rallying cries from the owners has been the idea that um, they um, that they are scared of a, a postseason not happening and them losing all that revenue, which accounts for a, a good portion of the revenue for the season that they have, and so on and so forth. Um, so I understand that. And I guess that's part of why. I, but um, you're just seeing that bruise on. And of course, if, if anyone doesn't want to play in 2020 due to coronavirus concerns, that's I totally get that. You know, If you have an underlying condition, if family members are underlying conditions, whatever this that, I, I get it. Um, but again, I, just off the cuff, even before we dive into what I know to be the thing, I would have not expected the owners to have any interest in this type of proposal. Passing goes on. The proposal, which was the first from the union and came on the heels of Major League Baseball's plan that, lo- that was loudly rejected by the players, comes at a seminal moment as baseball tries to become the first major American professional sport to return. Although the players expect the league to reject it, they hope it will serve as a bridge to a potential deal this week. That is an interesting phrasing. So, again, we're we're at a spot where each side is offering deals that they know will be rejected, which, okay, I get it. It's negotiation and all that, but it is hopeful at least that they think it could potentially be a bridge ...to some sort of deal, and I think the deferred payment, is my guess, would be a big bridge in any sort of scenario that is used. If the, if the owners can have some sort of deferred payment plan with everything, there's, I think that would be something that could help allay some fears... ...and something that we've talked about a lot um, through this time as a potential answer to this question. The article goes on. The 114-game season, which under the union's proposal would run from June 30th to October 31st, is expected to be immediately dismissed by the league... Major League Baseball has proposed an 82-game season and suggested that the more games teams play this year, the more money they lose. The union remains steadfast that the players should receive their full prorated salaries, while Major League Baseball's plan included significant pay cuts that affected the highest-paid players the most, but covered all levels. We talked about that, obviously. The article goes on. The inclusion of potential deferrals in Sunday's proposal was an acknowledgement by the players that amid the coronavirus pandemic and unrest around the country, cash flow issues could prove problematic for owners. The deferrals would occur only if the playoffs were canceled, a concern the league is voiced, and would total a hundred million dollars. That would apply to players whose contracts call for ten million dollar plus salaries and include interest to make them whole. So the interest part is interesting. So um Look, the players, I I think the players putting the deferred thing out there is a start towards that type of discussion. I think that there's a better chance that more gets deferred than less. I think the idea of just deferring the the postseason is probably not going to be enough for the owners. Um, We've talked a lot about the idea of deferred payments as a potential way to, to bridge this gap. The idea that, you know, owners are obviously, you know, cash flow tight right now, potentially because of all that's going on, but that. You know, if you pay them over time, that that could work out. Now, granted, I, I don't um, – I'm not as – I have been very strong in my belief that I, I think the owners, if they take a hit for a year, they take a hit for a year. As I've said many times, that um, you assume the risk when you own a team that you can own the team for the next 50 years. Players can only play for two, three, four, five, ten, fifteen 10, 15 years, and that's it. That's all they got, whereas you and your family, theoretically, can own the team in perpetuity for all intents and purposes. Um, so I think deferred playments are, are an interesting – um option which is important uh, uh pass and follows that up says deferrals could be a part of any counter from the league which had not officially respond to the union's proposal on sunday with the desire to start a season by the first week of july both parties recognize that time is of the essence for a deal well major league Baseball's 67 page health and safety protocol draft include the ability for high-risk players those with pre-existing conditions or family members more susceptible to covid 19 to opt out of the season, the union's proposal suggests that players can and can do so and receive salary. So that's a, a twist on that. Players not deemed high risk would be able to opt out but would not re- receive salary. Other parts of the players' proposal sources said include expanded playoffs for two years. MLB's proposal suggests one year of a postseason that goes from 10 to 14 teams. Fine. I don't think that's a big issue one way or the other. A salary advance of a hundred million dollars to split among the players during the so-called spring training 2.0 that leads up to the regular season. It's fine. It seems fine. Uh, additional commitment to players wearing microphones on the field and other broadcasting. And since that's interesting, that that's even in the proposal, because that is something the players have fought against for a long time. Maybe the owners. That's something that they know the owners believe is important. I think that's important. I've always supported it. I think it's. A lot more fun, a lot more entertaining, provides different insights. So I think that's important. Uh, And the last thing is an offer to hold events such as an off-season all-star game or home run derby to generate additional revenue. So that's nice. That's the idea that they are trying to still contribute in other ways. Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drellick, who have been all over this at The Athletic, also had an article about it. Some interesting details in there as well, uh, their article. Major League Baseball Players Association on Sunday proposed a 2020 season that would consist of 114 games from June 30th to October 31st without players taking any additional pay cuts. As expected, the union did not give ground on players' salaries except to offer up $100 million in deferrals if the postseason is canceled or shortened, according to a source of knowledge of the details. The union also offered to endorse an expanded playoff system for this year and the next few years as a win for both fans and teams and additional players. So that is important, that first part, that um, they're only offering the deferrals for the playoffs. I think that's something that you could see change. I think deferred payments could be one of the keys to solving this issue. It's something where owners can find a middle ground where they can still pay the players what they're due and the players cannot be seen as as losing what they were supposed to get, but also the owners are not forced to do it right now. I think that could be a major thing. Uh, Article goes on. A Major League Baseball spokesperson did not immediately return a request for comment. The league's position at this point is that the owners would lose more money by playing than not, unless the players take a further pay cut. (laughs) Again, to that uh, stance, as I've said many times, open your books, open your books, open your books. Show everybody that that's the truth. If you showed the players that you're losing that much money, maybe there would be a different discussion happening right now. So I don't believe that in a basic tone. I just don't believe that's true. Um, But on top of that, there's also a, I'm talking about this a lot, but a greater good here. The idea that you're, you own a a major league baseball franchise you you have a public trust you have a fiduciary responsibility to your fan base to do what you can to provide them with entertainment to provide them with a team that can win and all that and so on and so forth is a public trust to own a sports franchise you're not just owning it for yourself you're owning it for the millions and millions of people who support that team so enough about losing money, enough about this and that. Like This is p- uh, something more than that. This isn't just about your business. This is a public trust. It is a bigger thing. And I think that's something that keeps getting lost here. Article goes on. The union's counter-proposal coming five days after the league's most recent offer includes several provisions that might provide the groundwork for further discussions. This is the stuff we talked about before. Among those provisions, the right for players to opt out of play in the season if they choose. That's the high-risk thing we talked about. And I think it's important. You know, that they know they're not forced to play. Uh, well, no firm deadline for a deal exists at the moment, if the season is to begin in roughly a month, a response from Major League Baseball and ultimately a resolution likely would be needed within the next week or so. Deadline spur action, as Andrew Brandt always says. I hope that's the case here. Article goes on. Players want to play as many games as possible. Uh, excuse me. The union... Uh, excuse me. If the sides cannot work out anything by then, they might need to contemplate starting preseason workouts and the season itself later. Obviously, it's a major issue. The union's proposal calls for an increase of thirty-two regular season games from of thirty-two regular season games from eighty-two. Um, the eighty-two suggested by Major League Baseball. The players want as many games as possible because they are paid on a prorated per game basis. Per an agreement with both sides in March, they are willing to play doubleheaders to reach their proposed number of games. So you would think more games helps everyone. I know the owners are saying it doesn't. I don't know how much sense that makes. But you would think more games help everyone. But I understand the point here that the players are being a little one-sided with the idea of, yeah, we want to play more games so we get more money. That's pretty transparent and clear. Some in the industry believe the league has just as much incentive as the players to stage as many regular season games as possible, even if it's initial pro. Uh, proposal did not include as many dates now that i agree with that i don't understand the idea that they're losing money if they're playing more games like you're not filling a stadium with employees you're not doing this i mean you're paying these people when they come back you're talking about just paying the players are going to lose that much money come on come on open your books again uh some in the industry believe the league has just as much incentive as we said uh quote going on rob manfred has this ten. this quote unquote this is from gene orza mlb player association lawyer Rob Bamford has this tendency, tendency which can fool some people, but doesn't fool you if you've been around the block once or twice. And that is, he has something he knows he's going to give you for nothing. But why bother giving it to you for nothing if you might throw it out there without? If you might throw it out there without it and make you demand it, so that he can come back and say, "Well, all right, if you want to do it, I mean, okay, but you got to give me something for it." So this is what he's saying. He's saying, no doubt in my mind they want more games. They know the players want more game, so let the players ask for more than 82 games. I think the union is sensitive to that. So that's interesting. So he's basically saying the players offering more games here is playing right into what the owners want, which is interesting because that's absolutely not what we've heard, obviously. The article goes on. The union's proposal also includes an additional salary advance of $100 million. We talked about the players already received $170 million uh before uh in march for uh when that deal was decided uh much of baseball's revenue is tied up in its postseason media deals and the commissioner's office is concerned by the possibility that the league might start the regular season but not reach or complete the postseason if the postseason is canceled contracts of 10 million or above could be deferred according to the union's proposal teams with large payrolls would receive as much as 7 million each in relief under this system Deferred payments wouldn't be made with interest in November would be would be made in with interest in November 2021 and 2022. So I'm guessing maybe they could even stretch out longer if needed. The players would also agree to provide a baseline number of commitments to broadcast enhancements, as we talked about. Uh, proposal for uh, offseason or run derby all star game we talked about. Pay or play, however, still sets up the most contentious issue, as one source put it Sunday night. The clock is ticking loudly. And that's the thing, right? We are we are up against it. For baseball to be the first sport back, for us to get the season we want, the the amount of games we want, the, the experience we want, at this point, the clock is running. Now, here's the other issue, and this is from CBS Sports, that, and these are the ones that, again, back to the public trust, article by Mike Exesa on uh, CBS Sports. This is the headline. Some MLB owners, quote-unquote, Perfectly willing to cancel 2020 season to save money per report. This is from Buster Olney. Olney says, sources say there is a group of owners perfectly willing to shut down the season to slash payroll costs and reduce losses. And the disparate views among the 30 teams have been among the 30 teams have been reflected in decisions to fire and furlough. The Pirates' Bob Nutting used the shutdown as an avenue to suspend team contributions to employee 401K plans. Savings best measured monthly in the tens of thousands of dollars rather than the millions that would actually be difference-making for a franchise player, probably worth at least $1 billion. The Oakland Athletics' John Vitcher decided to eliminate the $400 weekly salaries of minor leaguers, which we talked about, which might save the franchise about the amount of the team's unpaid stadium rental bill. On the other hand, clubs such as the Tigers, Padres, Royals and uh, demonstrate greater humanity with uh, the Royals deciding to play major leaguers. This whole concept, the idea that in this situation, where we are at, that there are owners... And again, look, this could be a negotiating play, public negotiating. The owners saying to the players, hey, we're, we're willing to shut it down, we don't care. That could be what this is. But man, the concept... That these owners or any group of owners or any two owners who are wealthy enough and status enough to own a Major League Baseball team, one of 30 in the world, to own a Major League Baseball team, again, a public trust with the city in which they own it, millions and millions of fans that support that team, and you're willing to say, screw it? I'm losing money, I'm shutting down? Really? I mean, that's the worst thing that has been done or said by either side this entire time. Owners, owners of teams saying, you know what? Eh, it costs too much money. Let's shut it down. At the time we're at, what baseball could do for America, what we need as Americans right now, normalcy and entertainment and distraction, and these billionaires, billionaires. Again, John Fisher's worth $2 billion. The owners of the Washington Nationals are worth $5.2 billion, And they weren't going to pay their minor, minor leaguers until Sean Doolittle and a, uh, said a bunch of major league players from the Nationals were going to pay the minor leaguers. And then they stepped up and like, oh, no, 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 we'll do it, we'll do it. David Price had to give minor leaguers $1,000 a month out of his own pocket. We're seeing Major League Baseball players step up and do the right thing when they have far less money than these billionaires. Billionaires with a B sitting at the top. And these guys are crying poor, saying, no, we're not going to have a season because it costs too much money. Are you kidding me? Is that a real thing that I am hearing? Is this a real argument coming from anyone with a billion-plus dollars, you're telling me? You can't afford to suck it up for a season for the good of America, for the good of every single person who calls your team their team, for all the millions of people who root for your freaking laundry and have their entire lives, and their kids will, and their kids will. They've supported your franchise. Its existence is there because of them. And you have the goal to say, eh, it'll be cheaper just shut it down not okay i i mean if i were in those rooms i would be calling for every owner who said that to sell their team immediately obviously that'll never happen but that's how i feel you're not fit to own a major league baseball team if that's your reaction to this situation that's how i feel all right again um you know a lot of stuff going on in the world that's far more important than baseball but that's what we do here. We talk baseball and hopefully provide a distraction, some entertainment. We'll continue to be all over this. Uh, Joe Sheehan wrote a really good newsletter. I want to get into tomorrow um, about this situation. He's had a a really good voice on this. Um, um, and and again, let's continue to to follow the situation, see what happens, and hopefully have some fun as the week goes on too. But right now, it does not feel fun. It does not feel like a time to have fun, um, as there's a lot going on, and it's important to pay attention and be awake and be aware. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll continue to talk about this. hopefully this deadline will spur some action and we have some good things to talk about until then we will uh, continue to, to follow the trials and tribulations of these morons who are fighting in public about billions, millions and billions of dollars while uh, you know everything else is breaking down around them. Um, hopefully they can figure this out because it is incredibly frustrating. So uh, we'll be back. We'll continue to talk about this tomorrow and the rest of the week, so until then stay safe, stay healthy, and until tomorrow, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.